Hey everybody, welcome to the Advance Your Belly Dance podcast, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. Hi, I'm Jana, and this week we're going to talk about how to create a sales funnel for your belly dance business. So first I want to talk about the different steps in the funnel and what questions are important to ask your customers and more things on what to do after you've closed the sale. So first off, if you imagine a funnel at the very top, it's going to start off with awareness of who you are and what you're bringing to the table. The very top part of the funnel is the marketing portion. So this is the part where you need to be creating, for example, content. So one way to create awareness of you and what you're about is, as I mentioned before, is to blog or to create consistent content. Now, this has to be free content that people can easily find. You don't want to start off trying to sell in the very beginning because, again, you're trying to show off that you know what you're talking about. So the best way to do that is to offer something for free. So blogging is a great way to do that. If you don't particularly like to blog, check out one of the few um, early episodes where I talk about what you can do if you don't like to write. You can also do video blogging or you can even use Instagram to uh, create like a mini kind of blog where people can follow you and read your thoughts and expertise. The second part of the sales funnel going back down is the interest portion. This is still part of the marketing portion, but this is where you get people's email addresses, their information. So this is where your email newsletter comes in. So let's say you have a blog on how to teach beginners classes. Now you're targeting other teachers that want to teach beginners You've written a blog post about it, and then the call to action would be to sign up for your email newsletter list where you send out weekly tips uh, that talk more about the topic. So you want to get people's email addresses of the contact information, and this is where they really show interest in what you're offering. The next portion, we're getting into the sales process, which is the decision they've made. So this can be a lot of different things, but for this example, I'll choose talking about webinars. Now, webinars are used in the online marketing sphere where people promote their products. They'll have a free webinar. People sign up if they want to learn more about how they can grow their Pinterest followers or how they can work from home or things like that. And then at the end, they pitch you their product. Now, most people are inclined to purchase because they've gotten, if the webinar is really good, they've gotten a bunch of information for free and they want to know more about how to do that. Now, if you're thinking of doing a webinar, make sure that you have the formula that I've talked about in previous episodes with creating free content, which is that you want to explain what and why, but the how you save for your paid version. So you want to explain what it is that they should be doing, 
and why it will benefit them, but the exact steps on how to do so, if they want to find out more, then they have to purchase your product. This shows um, that they're pretty interested in what you have to say if they're going to show up for the webinar, which is usually live, and then they have to put it in their calendar, they have to show. So this is the more dedicated group of potential clients that you have. And the next step would be the actual action. So this is the purchase itself. So this could also even be a sales call if you are gigging where people have actually, you've gotten them on the phone and you're talking numbers now. You're talking about how to schedule you for their wedding or for their birthday party. So this is the actual purchase of the sales funnel portion. This can also be a very well-designed part on your website. You can also have this entire funnel on your front page of your website or your landing page. So it doesn't have to be an actual call or anything like that. It can also be online. So the sales funnel can be extended beyond these four parts that I mentioned to include repeat customers and how to collect feedback to create more relevant products and services that help your audience. But for now, I've just covered these very basics that you can go on and work through. So the top part is awareness, and then come interest, the decision process, and then the actual action. Some important questions to ask your customers that will actually help you create more relevant services and products for them, which helps everybody, are what are your current challenges? What are your current fears and frustrations? What are your goals and aspirations? What have you done so far to try and solve your problems or achieve your goals? And how well did that work? This gives you a really good platform to create your actual product because it doesn't matter if you think your product is great. Let's say you have a DVD that helps people how to have stronger shimmies. It doesn't help if you haven't gotten any feedback from people that you want to be selling with DVD too. And at the same time, if you're not very specific enough about who you want to be buying your DVD, then your product is also not as appealing to people that are looking for help. So if you're trying to market to everybody, that doesn't work either. So you have to get very specific with who you want as your ideal client, as your customer. And at the same time, you have to see, is that something that they want? Maybe you've missed something in the DVD that's very easy to add. Or maybe you didn't need this portion on rhythms because you're targeting pros that already know it or whatever. So I recommend working backwards. So from the bottom to the top to gather ideas for each part of the funnel. So you know that you have this product that you want to create. So you're starting off at the bottom of the action, but you're not sure how to get people to know that it exists. So then you work up top. So you go, okay, I can do a webinar about this, or I can do a live video on Facebook for people that are interested in this. And then, okay, so how do I get them to sign up for that? And then you go work backwards. You can also run A-B testing for each part of the funnel to see which one brings more success. So A-B testing is just changing one aspect of, let's say, an email marketing campaign to see which one works better. So you could 
send half your newsletter, one certain call to action headline, instead of saying purchase now, it says, give me this DVD. And then the other half, you just have the purchase now button and then see which one works better, for example. So it's just changing one part of your website or your email newsletter campaign or whatever and seeing which one works better. So that way you know which one to go with. Or it could even be sending it your emails at a certain time of day might be better for people that live on this side of the country or then you can go from there. It's also very important to follow up with those that have purchased your DVD or that you've danced at their wedding to let them know that you are thinking of them. You didn't just take their money and run. (laughs) You can set this up as well automatically with your email marketing campaign where you send an automatic email, let's say one week after their purchase, asking them to rate the experience How was the shipping? Did it arrive quickly? What do you think of the DVD? You can set this up multiple times. um, Let's say one after two weeks to see if they are happy with how fast they got it. And then in the month seeing how are they doing with the DVD or the online course. Is this something that they want to add? What's helped them? What do you think that they could um, improve and so on? You can't have the same sales funnel for all your customers. So the best way to play out the different scenarios is to create a buying persona. A buying persona is just a profile of an ideal client you want to work with, where you analyze their individual reasons for buying your product or service, how they're going to use it, what's going to help them, etc. So for example, a beginner looking to start a new hobby by taking up your beginner's belly dance class is going to have completely different spending habits than a professional who's looking to run her own dance studio. If you happen to offer a service or product or a consultation service or a private class or anything that kind of suits both, so you are a beginner's belly dance teacher, but you also have experience in running your own dance studio and you want to help professionals do that, then that's great. But those are not the same. That's not targeted for the same person at all. So you want to make sure that those are separate products and separate and customized um, buying personas and the marketing strategies and the sales funnel fit each buying persona. Thanks for joining me this week. If you want more free belly dance tips straight to your inbox, go to advanceyourbellydance.com and click the button where it says sign me up for free belly dance tips on a weekly basis. So see you guys again next week. 